Hey, what's up guys? Matt Scott here from the Lifestyle Flipper Show and it's been a couple of weeks since I recorded a podcast um, and I wanted to jump on and record one quickly and explain why. It's been so long since I've uh, recorded a podcast and it's something that, um, you know, that's I've been aware of for a while and something that I've, you know, it's just come down to the point now that I really need to fix and that is just being busy with with stuff, stuff that takes up your your day. Um, specifically with me, it's my email inbox. Like there's just a constant flood of emails of things that just suck up my time and suck up my attention. And to be honest, um, it, it, it kind of creeps up. So um, I, I'll go through a stage where, you know, I'll I'll be really good at um, delegating and automating and outsourcing and you know I will get to a stage where my days are you know generally sort of half taken up or you know maybe maybe the, a quarter so maybe the morning early morning you know taken up just actioning emails and things in the inbox um, and, and then you know I can spend the, the other half of the day or you know everything after that point in, of, of time doing productive work so working on the business so that might be you know looking at um, you know looking Google Analytics and seeing where I can improve things uh, it could be creating so that we might be creating content it might be uh, creating new ads it might be tweaking my ad accounts um, it might be a whole new um, ideas and projects and ventures all together like there's there's a million and one things that I that I do and that's what I really love doing that's the part of being a business owner that I really love, like that um, that uh, working on the business type of thing. Um, but, you know, I, I get to these stages where, you know, um, I've recently acquired another business and I'm trying to, and at the moment I'm trying to get our personal brand into physical stores. Um, and, you know, we're of course always expanding our existing stores and so on. And, and I've just gotten to a stage now, like in this cycle that I, you know, usually go through, where I'm just doing busy work all day. Like I'm literally stuck in the inbox all day. And this really, um, it, it really um, sort of became a problem or, you know, it, it's not really the word I'm looking for. Uh, it really, you know, showed me how much of a problem it was, you know, after after uh, Tuesday last week, so a week ago, right? Like I'd, I'd wanted to record another episode and, um, you know, I've been lining up times with guests. Uh, but, you know, I literally just did not have the time to be able to slot in like an hour to have another guest on the show. Um, and, and to add to that as well, uh, I was at a marketing conference last week on Monday and Tuesday um, called the Digital Marketers Australia Conference. It was the first conference that group had had. It was in Melbourne and it was honestly one of the best conferences slash events that I've ever been to. It was phenomenal. Like the amount of value that was given by the by the speakers there over those two days, so last, last Monday and last Tuesday, a week ago, it was crazy. And I've got like pages and pages of notes and all these things I want to action. But I got back to work on Wednesday and I had, uh, you know, 100 plus emails there waiting for me, waiting for my action. And it took me all of the previous week, all of all of the rest of the week, sorry, just to get through that backlog um, for me to start, you know, being able to work on things again. And 
so that led me to so it took me till Friday to be able to get through them all right because there's a huge backlog and emails keep coming in throughout the day they don't stop and then yet again yesterday Monday um, I was, I, was, I had time I, was, I thought great I've got some time to work on a few projects now so I actioned a couple of emails and I switched the switched off uh, from emails for the rest of the day and I started actioning projects again and then all of a sudden like today I log in and there's 50 plus emails again sitting there and I'm like shit like this is not what I want to be doing as a business owner this is not what I enjoy doing alright um, so the thing is I know how to fix this um, fixing it takes time and you know you might be in a situation where this also comes up for you you know as your business grows uh, you find yourself you know working in the business rather than on the business I, I think most people who experience growth in their e-commerce stores have this problem um, if, if you don't then maybe you're you know you're outsourcing and automating and delegating as you go that's great that's <laughs> that's the perfect scenario of how you should do it but for me and I think for most people what usually happens is you know you um, the, the inbox just starts to build up gradually over time then you hit a like you hit a brick wall like what I have right so how do you fix it how do you go about um, automating and delegating and so on what I like to do is I like to look at the things that are sucking up the most amount of time so if I go to my uh, email inbox at the moment I can see that the things that are taking up the most of my time there's, there's two things uh, I would say uh, those two things are um, paying suppliers so here in Australia many suppliers um, don't take your credit card details and process orders automatically uh, it's a little bit different to how um, things typically work in the US and so on so what usually happens here is suppliers will send you a invoice via email and we usually have a PDF attachment which is the invoice itself and that will say that um, you should uh, this is how much is owing and it would you know, show the amount and show their bank account details and you then go ahead and you log into your online banking and you set up an, uh, an EFT transfer so an electronic funds transfer payment from your bank account to theirs and um, it usually takes a day or a couple of days for it to then get transferred to their account and that's pretty normal so at the moment um, I have got uh, multiple stores and I'm currently still doing all of these EFT payments so for our um, for our businesses, we're averaging um, maybe about between, uh, I think maybe 300 to 500 orders per month now um, across all of our stores. So you can imagine that this builds up really, really quickly. Like if I don't action emails for a couple of days, there's just all these invoices. Um, so I bank with Commonwealth Bank and I've got um, a banking system set up called Combiz. Which, uh, which allows me to actually have user accounts for my banking and it's completely separate to my personal banking. So I've, I've done half of the delegating and outsourcing step, right? So I've, I've signed up for Combiz, so I've got an account there where I can have my employees or like an accountant or someone log in and actually create all these transfers to our suppliers to pay for the orders. And then what happens is I go ahead and, well the idea is, I haven't set it up yet, but the idea is 
I will then go in, you know, once uh, or twice per week and just approve all the transfers, right? I don't have to, uh, the, the idea is I don't actually have to go in and manually enter in all the data. So enter in the order number and the supplier and the invoice number and the amount and so on. And, and the beauty about combis, which, which is one thing I really like, it, combis will send an email um, to your supplier with the payment remittance advice. So therefore, you know, you don't have to then go to your supplier and say, hey, this has been paid, this is the date that it's been paid and so on. Combis, uh, so the Commonwealth Bank, their banking platform called Combis will do it all for you, um, which is absolutely fantastic. So as I said, I know how to, I know how to do this, right? I've just got to find um, someone in my team to, to delegate this to or what I'm thinking I'll probably do is hire someone independently. So I'll hire a new... Um, team member or VA if you will that will solely work for us and this will be part of their job so another part of their job I think will be doing the profit and loss sheets because that's something else that takes up my time because um, currently I'm still doing them mostly uh, my manager is doing some of it but again you know if I just bit the bullet and went out and spent the time to find the right um, team member uh, add a new person onto my team you know so much of my time could be could be saved by outsourcing that. So the other thing is, which takes up a lot of my time, um, and this is a little bit more difficult for me to outsource, but it's um, actually picking and packing all of my orders. So currently I'm the only person that uh, is in my office and warehouse, and the more that my business, uh, my, my personal brands grow, uh, the more the more products that we you know that we're that we're, that we're stocking and bringing to market, um, the more orders we're fulfilling. It means more time for me spent actually going out there and and, and physically picking the order, attaching the shipping label, and you know when the couriers rock up every day, I'm there helping them load it into the trucks and vans and so on. So at the beginning, this was fine. Um, it wasn't taking up too much of my time, but now every day it's like a couple of hours it's like two or three hours sometimes every day and I've just been waiting for that stage where it it will take up like uh, the majority of my day so I can then um, validate going out and hiring someone uh, to be in the office now this step is a little bit harder because this will be like a, a local Australian person that I'm gonna have to hire and that comes at a, a really high cost. So of course it's a whole lot cheaper to outsource um, virtual tasks to other places in the world by using, uh, by taking advantage of um, uh, the currency arbitrage. So that's why uh, my staff are all located in the Philippines. I pay them really well for where they're for where they're based but in comparison to a, like minimum wages in Australia or that you know someone of that same skill level in Australia it's um it's like a fifth of what I would pay you know for that same person in Australia right so if I'm going to go out and hire someone here in Australia to do all that picking and packing for me um it, I've really got to make make sure that um uh, their time is being used wisely. So, um, again, I know how to do this. I know the, sol the, the, pro the, the how to solve the problem, but it's just a, one of those things. Like, it's it's almost scary in a way to commit to hiring someone locally. So, um, 
yeah, again, it's just something that I've got to do. I've got to bite the bullet and do it. Um, I think it'll work out really well because I'll be able to, of course, get them to do other things. I'll be able to do customer service when we have walk-in customers. Um, they'll be able to go out and um, do like local deliveries. They'll be able to help me do product videos and things like that. So there's going to be huge advantages. It's just one of those things and this can happen to anyone in any stage of their business growing where you're you're apprehensive to take that next step because it's going to come with a cost but every time I've grown um my business has grown I've always just bit the bullet and said all right fuck it let's just do it and see what happens the worst case scenario is x and usually that worst case scenario isn't that bad all right so say for example I go ahead and I hire an accounts person worst case scenario we get really quiet and they're just sitting there twiddling their thumbs they're not going to cost that much right I can get them to do other tasks most likely or worst case I'll um, I will um, I'll let them go all right same thing with a local employee so yes it's going to cost a lot more um, but uh, and, and yes if you know things don't work out I'm gonna have to let them go but there's things I can do to uh, avoid that, and um, there's always I think there's always going to be work for that person. So um, if you're if you've got those same problems, if your day is filled up just being busy, then I implore you just to say fuck it and just go ahead and you know bite the bullet and see what happens. But of course, before you do that, have a bit of a worst case scenario plan sort of mapped out in your head of what you'll do you can even write it down if that helps you Uh, for me it's fine just to have it in my head but just know that it is going to be uncomfortable to make that decision Uh, but of course in in nine times out of ten it's going to be beneficial it's going to help your business grow and um, help you get to that next level so i hope you got some value out of this uh, episode. Um, I've got some really great speakers, li- uh, guest speakers, uh, some really great guests lined up for our future episodes. So stay tuned. If you are enjoying these, uh, I really would love a few five star reviews on iTunes. So um, I know it's a pain in the ass, but head over to iTunes, um, search for the Lifestyle Flipper Show podcast, and leave us a five star review. And even if you can share this with your friends or other people that you might find. Um, that would get value out of this show. That would be amazing. Alrighty, guys. Till next time, I'll catch you later.